I'm Kim Schmidt, Executive Editor of Farm Equipment. Welcome to Farm Equipment's Used Equipment Remarketing Roadmaps podcast. In this episode, host Casey Seymour of Moving Iron LLC talks with regular guest Aaron Fintel of 21st Century Equipment. Before we head over to Casey, I wanted to thank our sponsor, Volvo Penta. With a perfect combination of strength and versatility, Volvo Penta engines supply industrial operations with durable and reliable performance. To learn more, visit www.volvopenta.com. If this is your first time listening, you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere where you find your podcast. By subscribing, you're alerted when each new episode is released. Okay, let's get things going. Here's Casey and Aaron talking about how likely it is that farmers who have bought a 2022 planter will have it in time for spring. This week, I've got Aaron Finlow back here with me, and he's the, well, I guess you're like the unofficial official. Kind of like the final final. You know, I, I you know, work like, best in the unofficial official. You do. You're kind of like when you're at the bar, you're like, this is the final, 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 final. And then I'm going to go home. Right? That's that's kind of what you are. You're the guy that just, you know what? We'll just keep having them back because it's so good. Yeah. You know I mean? Just another, another, one more. That's one more, dude. What's one you know? more? That's one more. Yeah, exactly. Just uh, casting pods, man. That's right. that's right. And see what we catch, right? All right. Aaron and I have kind of been doing a, a quasi-unofficial series on what we think is going to happen in 22 with the way delivery boards are shaping up and what that might look like. So we thought we might expand that a little bit and talk a little bit more in depth on a few different platforms. So over the next four podcasts, we're going to kind of break that down as to what we see happening. You're, 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 you're getting what you pay for here, so the information that comes across here is just our our opinion Solely our opinion. We have no other way of knowing anything other than this, other than what we see happening and unfolding in the landscape. So that is my disclaimer for uh, for these podcasts. So, however, if you would like to pay, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> yeah. If you want to send a check to, it'd be great. I but, have Venmo. I have PayPal. <laughs> but anyway, and I will take a check. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to start. First, we're going to talk about. And I think to me, this is probably the one piece of equipment that I think is going to stand out the most in 2022 as to what the ripple effects will look like across the marketplace more than anything. And I think that's planters, right? It's the most important piece of machinery on the farm. Right. It is. Now, I by no means think that there aren't going to be any planters that show up during planting season because that's just, that's just a complete farce. But I think there will be a percentage of, of planters that just don't flat make it in time. They might make it in time, but it's like we got two weeks left to finish our planning. So we're gonna I'm not unhooking what I got now to hook up to a new planner and and fight the bugs for another two weeks. I'm just gonna finish out with what I got. And then I'm gonna leave this planner here and we're gonna figure out what we're gonna do with the next thing. I think there'll be another percentage of planners that just show up in June. You know what I mean? So what's that percentage to me look like? I think that's somewhere between Eight to twelve percent of the overall planters that get sold and are going to get delivered out to the cu- to the customer's place. To me, there could be that range of machines that show up. You're saying of planters sold of sold, yeah, that are supposed to be delivered in the spring. Over eighty percent are not going to show. No, 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 no. So You're saying only eight to twelve won't get here, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would quadruple that number. Quadruple that? You think so? You're thinking somewhere between. 36 and 24 percent i think we are in such a big crap show no e this week (laughs) that's nice yeah there we're in we're in such a gigantic supply 
problem. Right. Not just green and yellow, not just ag. It's the entire globe. Right. There are lots of dealers whose half of their planters are probably going to get there May or later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In much of the world, your planter shows in May, it's a next year planter. Right. So that being the case, I think that fit 50 is a little bit carried away, but I think you could be into the upper 30s of percentages of maybe even the 40s, 22 model planters that won't plant in 22. That's a big number, man. It's a big problem, Casey. Yeah. I don't. That, that, and like the disclosure, that's my personal feeling. Right. I also spend so much time answering calls, and yep, you sure can put your name on it, and you can have it in June. Yep, yep, it's available. You don't have to pay for it now, but you can put your name on it now. Right. All day, every day. So that probably clouds me a little bit right. to the heavy side, but I was of the used equipment people in the world. I was probably the one with blinders on the most as far, or not not blinders, but optimistic. Mm-hmm. I am I'm incredibly overly optimistic all the time. Until the switch goes off and then there's no optimism in my soul. Yeah. But, like, do you have a good week? No, the world is ending. <laughs> but I think that optimism, I was like, oh, they'll get it fixed. They'll bring, you know. They'll ramp up production. We'll get through this. It'll be like a year. And people way smarter than me are like a year to decide if it's two or three years, which is where we're at. Right. That that awakened me is what I is what I'm trying to say. The right. the worse the supply issue gets, the longer it lasts, that optimism of mine is gone. <laughs> well, now you hunker in and you right. just become part of the party. Yeah. I think to some extent I would agree with that a little bit. My my drawback is I think if you look at the overall supply chain issues and what's there now, yes, there are supply chain issues. Yes, there's labor issues. All those things are are taking hold. If there are labor issues to get a damn coffee, man. Well, I sure, I sure. Let alone skilled people who right. know what they're doing. Right. Where no I, offense to baristas. Yeah, the baristas, man. You got to. What can I start for you? Yeah. Uh, they had a... Uh, Black Folgers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave, we're out. <laughs> that that puts a pretty big wrinkle in in used equipment, if that gets to that, ex- that extreme, right? So the other part of that, that you got to... And that extreme uh, isn't way over there on the map. If you look on the horizon... Oh, it's right there. You can see the fence. It's a town over. <laughs> yeah, it's map, right you know, there. Yeah. It's just funny. You, know, you can see their water tower and their elevator from exactly, here. Yeah. So I think for me, uh, where I, let's just run with that for a minute. Okay. Let's just say, for example, worst case scenario, Aaron Finnell's right. 30% of the planters don't show up, right? Uh, in time. They show up, but not in time, right? Now, what does that mean for used equipment? Now, there's a, there's a lot of, from the guy that owns it perspective, you got, you have two choices, right? You have, I mean, I guess you have three choices. One, you could say, I just don't want it, right? You could say, all right, cool. I want, I want to trade it back in, right? Or I'm going to, you know, my neighbor wants it or whatever. Or I'm going to run that planner, right? I'm like, that's my next year's planner, you know, whatever. I'm going to go ahead and run it. 
Now, there's a lot of things that come into that whole scenario, like, okay, cool, so you can go run it one more year. Now you got a two-year-old planter with one year's worth of acres on it. Really not that bad of a deal. It's a pretty good mix, especially in the situation that we're in. It's almost like you didn't even run it, right? The other guy could be like, well, if I know mine's going to be late now, why would I Why would I just trade it in, get my new 23 to show up? Because it should show up on time, right, if everything is like it's supposed to be. Right. right? The 23 should show up on time. So now I'm going to take mine and I'm going to trade it in or whatever else. You now have this gap. The new 22 on the 23 in time. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So now, now you've kind of got this gap in time where you're going to sit back and start seeing, I'll just buy that one over there because it's, it's as new to me as the 23 is going to be, right? So instead of me paying 23 price, I'm going to pay 22 price, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. How does that start playing into buying decisions? Because, because realistically, I mean, if you – whatever, I mean, say – this plant over here is two hundred twenty-five thousand bucks, and the, the twenty-three is going to be two hundred thirty-five thousand bucks, or two hundred forty thousand bucks, or whatever the number is. If you're doing it for tax reasons, the account says you got to spend a hundred thousand bucks, so you go buy a new planter, fully depreciate that out in the first year, second year, however your depreciation schedule works, or make your hundred thousand dollar down payment or whatever it is that you're doing. Six one half dozen another it doesn't really matter to you one right. way or the other, right? You still have new under warranty. That's yeah. the other thing too, though. On a planner. Settlement date. Settlement date and warranties and everything else that start playing into that, right? So just because you... But, you know, okay, let's look at it this way, yeah. okay, from, from Disaster World. Your planner gets here, we'll even squeak it early, April 20th. East of here, south of here, they're done. Pockets north of here are done. Right. But in our little deep freeze that we live in... They're not. Right. April 20th, the only thing in the ground, if anything, is heat. Right. Now, back to I or the hired man or whoever spent March, all of March, getting this thing ready to go because mine ain't coming. I am not going to unhook. Hate to do this to you, dealer. I'll be in June 10th. We'll get paperwork done. We'll settle up, blah, blah, blah. No warranty issue because next season he's under warranty till June 1st yeah. whenever he comes in. Yeah, so you you handle the warranty part right? by that. Problem is the dealer, we don't like this, have to sit on it and the clock's ticking. We'll get back to Casey and Aaron in a moment, but first I wanted to pause to thank our sponsor, Volvo Penta. To learn more, visit www.volvopenta.com. I also wanted to invite you to join us for Ag Equipment Intelligence's 2022 Executive Briefing, December 8th through 9th. To learn more about the virtual event program and to register, visit www.agequipmentintelligence.com slash executive briefing. Now back to Casey and Aaron as they continue their discussion talking about how late deliveries of 2022 planters are going to impact warranty as well as the trade-in cycle for the next few customers down the line. Well, I think the bigger the bigger thing there is not so much that part of it is, all right, cool. I'll get my new planner in, and Aaron, you're want, you're going to buy my used one. Well, I'm not going to hook my used one right now for you, Aaron. So what are you doing? Right. That and that that is by far the bigger problem. That's the biggest. It's not issue. what does the first guy do with his new planner that's sitting there. Yeah. Most likely, trade one, two, three are sold. But if he knows 
with planner timing issues we currently have, we know right now the new planner is going to be late April, early May, just point blank. You can have it in June. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it is. So trade two, trade three, trade four, those guys all know that. Right. They're all going to have to run. Or they've said, I don't want to wait. I'll find something else. Right. So you either, as a dealer, you either lost that guy or everybody's waiting. And in June, hold on to your hat because you're going to be paperwork city. One of, one of those two things most likely has transpired. So how many guys take that planter that they're not going to unhook from because <clears throat> they started with it? Right. You know what? I have another tractor sitting over here that will pull the same planter again. So I'm not going to hook from the one that you have sold to your customer, but I am going to hook onto the one that you just dropped off. I'm going to plant with two planters this year. No. Okay. Why? Because as a dealer, uh-huh. as soon as you take that new one, that's my used one. Unless if his is not sold, something could maybe be ironed out there from the sense of, oh, I'm going to run both of mine. You can't because yours is sold. Right. No, I think that's that's a good point. So I think, okay, so now ripple effects. Okay, so now we're going to talk about what what does this, I've cast the stone into the pond. I'm going to watch the ripples go across it, right? So now I'm sitting there looking at this thing, and I'm thinking about it from from a, a perspective of just, the natural movement of used equipment, what that looks like, okay? So now I've got a bunch of really late model, no-hour stuff sitting out there, right? The one thing about a planner that I will say that is probably more captivating than anything else is that from that perspective, you put four farmers in the same room and not one of them is running the same thing. Exactly. You know, there might there might be fifty or sixty percent of it's the same, but there's that that other fifty or sixty percent is what differentiates their their two by two or their infuro or their this. Or one that or guy that, is all know. factory. One yeah. guy is all precision. <laughs> right. One guy is all. I want that one and that one and that one and that one and fifteen different brands. Right. But it's what he wants. Right. And then the other guy usually picks and chooses yeah. from them. I want Groff this or yet or that. I mean, right. just, you know, all that kind of stuff, right. right? All those things start to play into consideration. So now you've kind of got that to kind of to contend with a little bit too. When do you think we start seeing this mold start to form? Like when do you start seeing these guys being like, all right, cool, I'm going to get through planting season, and this is my, this is what I'm going to do June, July, August. When do you think that starts to come to fruition? When do we think, to me, to me I think it's January January, February, because by then, you will know what you're going to get and when. You'll know your dates for sure. <laughs> right, whether whether you're looking at whatever brand you got. Right. By then, that day for sure, they'll know within now. Not to say stuff can get pushed out from there because we've seen that happen all oh, year. Yeah. But, I mean. <laughs> all year. But, but that being said, by January, February, you're going to be, you know, well, I already know no matter what happens, I'm going to get mine in time. Or I no matter what happens, I'm going to get mine too late. Right. I think the jockeying for position on planners for the end user <clears throat> and starting having those conversations with their dealer are going to start in February for the 2023 planner, not not in your typical June, July, August time frame. I will throw a very important word into that. What's that? Should. They should start then. I think they will there because this- – I don't – if you got a guy who has a new planner that's not even here, uh-huh. I doubt – 
And unless he is a fleet operator, right? The the bigs, the biggest of the bigs. Unless he is that, and he's on a schedule every year, every so many years, you know, blah blah blah. I could see that guy doing that. The average guy who bought a new planner or is flirting with multi-unit because of the bump in income, I don't see doing that. And I think as a dealer, that's you, you better get the ball rolling then. But I think too many people have set on the – how many guys do you know that have been wanting to buy a tractor or a combine or whatever it is that have missed three or four different times because they were – Literally 30 seconds too late to get a hold of you. Literally, yeah. Or, you know what? I walk into the store. I talked to you yesterday morning. I want to buy this thing. Came back tomorrow. I want to buy this combo. No, how many times do you think that's happened? Or they call at 9 in the morning, and I'm going to talk to my – me and my brother are going to talk about this over lunch. I'll call you this afternoon. He calls at 4. It's old, man. Yep. I mean, too many – that's so much stuff like that has happened. Right. That I think that not only will they obviously be talking to the dealer about this, but they're going to be talking to the neighbor that they know that has it. Right. You're getting a new plan this year? Great. What do you want for yours that you're running right now? You know, Which is a whole other ripple in there. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. So now it's just like... We're living that world right now oh, with sure. tractors and combines. Absolutely, yeah. How many damn tractors have we sold zero trades? My God, man. Constant. Well, yeah, I mean, just it's, it's a crazy thing. So I think that that dynamic that we're talking about right there is a different dynamic than, than I think we're going to have happen. I think most guys, in most cases right now, if you're a used buyer of farm equipment and you want to maintain being a used buyer of farm equipment, that those conversations are going to start January, February for what I'm buying it for 23 season. The you have used you, buyer. Used buyer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The used guy? Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Not the new guy. The new guy is going to be a like, EOP's open. I'm ready to okay. do whatever. I thought that's what you meant. Yeah. But there are some of those new guys. I mean, you got to have... I need to know right now. That way, twelve oh one June first, uh-huh. your order's in. Right, and I think that there's that's that's just a whole whole other can of worms there. That mm-hmm. when you start thinking about that, because if you really want to lock something in for your twenty twenty three season, well, didn't planner like didn't planner orders sell out in like two freaking days this year? Yeah, was a couple it was weeks. like yeah, it was oh, it was weeks. yeah, but it was, it was something was like two days. But I think there's a those kind of of conversations are going to need to be had, especially oh, yeah. when it comes to planning. Because, again, I think of all all the equipment that we have out there right now that has that has the biggest amount. The thing about a plan or two is, it's not like it's a, a tractor that's used twenty four seven three sixty five. Right. It's not like a combine that you use in the spring and in the fall. It's not like a um, a sprayer that you do you know preseason burn down and. You know your your fertilization throughout the year, and, and then you know end of the year stuff that you're doing, all these different things that you have coming out. A planner is a 10, 20, 30 day window or whatever that is that you're using in a month. Right, right, right. You're not like you're unless you have twenty nineteen all over the game, or guys are going to replant their crop and you know to seventy day corn or something like that. I mean, it's one of those things where you have this brief amount of time, and then it's you're you're hanging out. You know, kicking it in the barn with the with the rest of the machinery, you've got to have those conversations are going to come a lot earlier this year because come hell or high water, they're going to get a planner and they're going to make sure they're locking in their needs because again, they've been shut down so many times on 
that's just the fifth tractor I've tried to buy, and I'm just I'm literally like two hours too late. Right. You know what I mean? So this is going to be one of those. I'm buying your planter in June, right? I want I want Aaron's planter in June, right? And you know, because I know he's got his new one sitting over there. Great, I'm gonna take it in June. I hear you. That's what I think is gonna happen. Yeah, they, it has to. Yep. It has to, or it's just going to continue on down the same path we're on, where nobody is getting anything that they actually need. Right. Slash want. Right. They're getting what's available. Right. That's true. That's no fun yeah. for us. That's no fun for them. That's no fun for anybody. Right. Except who got rid of the what's available. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's the world we're in. It it's just, and you're right. There's guys that have had five chances, you know, and they're moving as quick as they personally can. Right. They're probably like, oh, let's think about it a week. We'll come in there. We'll go see them next Friday. You know, they're probably shrinking that down to like two hours. Right. And it's still missing the boat. Right. It's a deal, man. It is a weird, weird, like, like I told you, like I've said on here before, I have spent more time unselling things in 21 than selling right. things. Yep. Yep. I think the other side of that, too, the one outside thing, too, that I could see happening would be, all right, this customer's machine, planner came in too late. Um, he doesn't want it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to you know, whoever, Minnesota, they're not playing yet. And that customer actually wanted to get a new one, but he couldn't do it. So I'm going to go, I'm going to jump down there and grab that one. Right. Takes a buyer out for the 23 season, new or used. No. Because he's going to have that, hypothetically, he'd have that planter in time to go plant the 22 crop. That's kind of, to me, that's kind of six one, half dozen the other. Uh Simply for the fact that he either got them this year or next year. Right. He's only going to buy it one of the two years, right, so what's it matter? Agreed. So, Bird in the hand. <clears throat> or two in the bush. <laughs> hey. Hey. Right on. I feel like there's a, a lot of stuff kind of working on here, but I think we probably have a lot to pay attention to going in through the end of the year and going into the first year. I think there's going to be a lot of movement there that we're not anticipating. Right. Plus, you got to keep this a little bit cliffhangery uh-huh. for the stay tuned next week as yep. we continue the series. As we continue the series. Like sands through the hourglass. <laughs> All right, dude. Folks, want to reach out to you and get more information about what you got going on. What's the best way to do that? Uh, call or text. Text preferred, usually. 308-760-1193. Or you can reach out to me on the Twitterverse, as a lot of folks do, at Aaron Fintail. Right on. And you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Movie9LLC. Also go to Movie9LLC.com for everything Movie9 related. So with that, I am Casey Seymour with Aaron Fennell. Let's go meet some iron folks. Thanks, Casey and Aaron, and thanks to Volvo Penta for sponsoring this podcast. We've got even more used equipment, remarketing resources that we're sending your way. In addition to this podcast, we're also tapping into Casey's expertise across all our informational channels. Find more from him in the print magazine and on farm-equipment.com slash expert. And you can keep up on the latest industry news by registering online to receive our free newsletters. Visit www.farm-equipment.com. For Casey and Aaron, as well as our entire staff here at Farm Equipment, I'm Kim Schmidt. Thanks for listening.